everybody. This is MG, and I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So Sober Sisters Talk is a podcast that MG and I do every week. We try to do it every week, and we try to bring to you our experiences working several programs and just share with you what we have come across in our lives. And I like to say, I don't know how to keep anybody else sober, but I know what works for me. And that's what we want to encourage people to do in this podcast is to figure out what works for them. And that's where MG and I are a little bit different because I like to tell people what to do and think that I can keep them sober. (laughs) (laughs) But we just invite you to listen. It's fun and it's also really educational. We cry, we laugh, we do a little bit of everything. We have guests, we work the steps. It's great. So stay tuned to the next podcast coming right up. Hi, everybody. It's MG. And Elizabeth Pudwell. And together we are Sober Sisters (laughs) Talk. (laughs) So we are sober in uh, most areas today. I am anyway. And uh, we got an email from um, one of our listeners. And MG suggested we do a... um, you know, while it's fresh and, and we just read it and, and, and we're together and we address it. So you want to yeah. share what the email was? Right. And it was from our friend Vanessa in the UK that works in HOW program, which is uh, short for Honest, Open, and Willing. And in OA, I know it to be a very, uh, very strict program. It feels like it's more um, stringent, just like a lot more um, rigorous. Right. And I believe that some people benefit from that rigor because for me, I get kind of like, oh, it's okay. And I, I am loosey goosey. And sometimes that doesn't serve me in my recovery and my sobriety. And, uh, and so she's working that program. And so she sent us a question. And the question, I think, is really about um, working a four step and getting hung up, working a four step and the trauma of it, working a four step. And is it um, a struggle for you? And so I thought Elizabeth and I could talk about our experience around working four steps. And even just the perfectionism around any step. Um, You know, I do think it's valuable to be as thorough as possible. Um, But perfectionism is um, is a coping mechanism to not move forward, I've found. It prevent it keeps you stuck because mm. there's no way that you can do something perfect, mm-hmm. and so you know I have a couple of clients for for um, that I coach and work with that way. And in, when they're doing their perfectionism, it's like, dude, just do it. Like launch this thing. You right. Know? It, it can be messy. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> A doesn't say do it perfectly. They said do a searching and fearless moral inventory. And if it's messy, and it's uh, it takes a lot of pages in a notebook then, you know, do it. Just get started. And I like the phrase that when you're going through hell, keep on going. Right. And so, um, you know, I recommend that when people start their four-step to be very uh, rigorous about it. And I think that you gave me that advice, too. And, and I think it took me about three months to do my four-step when I did it with you in SLAA. In Al-Anon, when I did it, it took a little bit longer. And what I found in Al-Anon is that what I came across and my struggle with Al-Anon was that I never wanted to admit that I had any wrongdoing. It was my ego that it's like, no, no, I'm the victim here. You know, I've had all these alcoholics in my life who have been, who have put upon me and, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. And then (laughs) when I got into the four step, 
Surprise, surprise, yeah. surprise. Well, I think, too, MG, there's another aspect of it that I think goes a little bit de- deeper than I haven't done anything wrong is that, for me, remaining a victim meant that it was someone else's fault that I was where I was. And someone else's responsibility to get and you out of it. And I don't have to fix it. Right. So, um, and, you know, I, I've shared this several times in other arenas in the past two weeks, but... I was listening to this um, YouTube video. I listen to them every morning. And um, it was a, a Will Smith recording. And he was saying, you know, it's not your fault that you had parents that yeah, whatever. It's not your fault. I mean, for me. So mine is, it's not my fault I had a mom who beat the shit out of me all the time. Who every time to punish us, all of us kids, she got a paddle or a shoe or a wooden spoon and hit us. That was her method. It's not my fault that she did that but it is my responsibility now to clear up that wreckage of the past yeah and to take responsibility for my life and to create a life that is good and pure and abundant and loving and full of good things and the same is true with um when working a four step it's not your fault but you sh- it sure as hell is your responsibility to get your ass out of victimhood and take responsibility for where you're at now well, and when I look at going through that process and looking at it, I think that in SLAA, what was really the thing I struggled with was uh, how much remorse I felt and how gross I felt and how disgusted I felt when I was going back and looking at all that. So right. what I say to women in SLAA and men too, I've never had a male sponsor, but you know, to be really, really gentle and self-care and loving around all this and that if it gets to be too triggery when you're doing the work, set it down for a minute or a day, but then get back with it and push through. Because like I said, you know, keep keep going through it, that there is a huge benefit on the other side. And so maybe we can use Law of Attraction to help Vanessa and say, you know, imagine what it's going to be like on the other side. Yeah. And it's, there's so many different ways and schools of thought around this. I don't feel like be gentle with yourself. I don't mm. use those words when I'm working with somebody. I do counsel like you're going to feel overwhelmed at times. And when you do put it down, but pick it up in a day or two. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't agree with this. Take a year to do it. I think the steps are, are made to the, the, the promises say that when you get to the ninth step before you are halfway through you start to feel this this new you know yeah, freedom yeah and i have found that to be true across the board yeah with every person i've with me and every person i have sponsored right that when you get to that ninth step and it it's different grades and it shows up different but it has always always come that to be true yeah and so i don't think you need to rush through your steps but i do think you need to work through the steps and not there's no reason it should ever take a year well and I think that if you are um, like you set your intention to work on this four step then it's a sacred space that I would say that I, cr- I created for myself and I've found this great affirmation that when I do what I need for myself that that is holy work Mm -hmm. and so when I create that sacred space that I set my intention and I go forward with it so it's okay to say no I can't go out tonight because I'm going to work on my four-step or 
I'm going to, you know, not go to see a movie because I'm want to work on my four step, you know, to to hold that space. Right. Do you do you advise after it's finished, like when you've heard a four step? Do you advise them to go do something for themselves or to, you know, uh, reward themselves I've in some done kind of way? Di- I've done different ways, but usually it's just let's let's go on. Let's go on. You know, we yeah. finished that one. Here's six. Yeah, because you combined four and five together, which was like such a bonus for me. And I remember the first spot scene that they were, they were like, what? We've done five too? And well, I'm like, five well, let's says, look at it. Well, five says, you know, it admitted to God, to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. That's what five is. Yeah. And so when you read it and share it and, and get it, I look at four, four is your written work, your being the sponsee. And our work is to identify the patterns. That's my job. Mm-hmm. In listening to a fourth step is to, you know, go through and make sure where was I, you know, dishonest, self-seeking, fearful, and selfish. And sometimes unrealistic expectations. Those come up in there too. Yes. So that's what my job is, is to go like, mm, that sounds like the same thing as in the other one, the thing you just did. like Right, and it came down to like four things it, that I, I repeatedly do where I'm dishonest. That was my biggest one. It was my biggest one too. I lied to others and I lied to myself. But I lie by omission. I just, mm-hmm. I just be quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything. No, you can go ahead and beat the shit out of me and I won't say a word. Mm-hmm. No, you can go ahead and molest my feet every night and I won't say a word you know that's my stuff you know so and I think it's really beneficial to (laughs) you know it it, Vanessa had asked like is it is every single four-step painful or do they get easier am I doing it wrong if it isn't painful if I'm not you know in gut-wrenching pain my first one was it it took um probably six weeks and i worked on it as much as i could i carted it with me i was sitting on um bleachers watching you know water polo and swim meets and writing and writing and writing and then i would put it down and then i'd pick it back up and then i you know and i i wanted to be done with it i wanted to complete it yeah and the second one that i did in slaw um was a lot shorter um and the most painful part of it was sharing it with my sponsor and especially the the letter that I wrote to my qualifier that was the only one that I cried over I also um you know held on to the amends to my mom for a long time after that but I did it I wrote it and I had it but the um the things that I had to admit, it makes me emotional now, that I did, the places where I was self-seeking and dishonest, it that part is painful to look back and go like, you know, I did this again and again yeah. and again. And But I will say too, though, the second time and that working through it really showed me the commonalities between the first one with my AA sponsor and the second one with my slaw sponsor and the origins of my stuff i could see where it came from i knew why i did it and i think i really understood how to 
diminish that behavior. I don't know if I've ever stopped because I still have times when I don't speak up when I need to or should, you know. But have you forgiven yourself for all that other shit? Mostly. I mean, forgiven myself, yes. It doesn't, you know, she asked something, um, I can't remember exact the exact words, but I do feel like if you've done the work correctly and you could run into the person and you don't have the elephant in between you, mm. then you've done the work. Mm. Well, and, and <laughs> you know, because I've like, you know, had a situation where there was my last qualifier and he's in my acting community and, and I see him and the elephant is gone, but I don't like seeing him. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, there's that guy. No, you don't need to like it, but right. you just want the elephant gone. I don't want to run into mine. Yeah. You know? Someone I, said if I saw him at an airport, would I be able to, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, there he is. And I can do that as well. I don't yeah. want to. Right. I'm not going to seek it out, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. And, and I'm clean with my own behavior, and that's what the steps are for. Exactly. Because, and I think for me, I think one of the, one of the things that I know that I've done it right is if I never want to do that shit again, ever. And so I think doing it, that searching and fearless moral inventory made it so clear for me and it laid it all out. And it's like, I never want to go back again. I tell my sponsees, I have one right now and we just finished working on this stuff and she's on, um, step eight now and I was like telling her when we were doing six and six and seven you just want to get sick of your damn self you know you want to be sick of saying this oh yeah that's that again and you you want to get to that point because then you go like (laughs) right not doing this again and I also want to say that every time I like work a mini four step around a person or like we went to the beach retreat and we worked the steps the whole weekend that there's still stuff that comes up. It's much smaller. Like on the grand scheme of things, instead of a Mount Everest, you know, it's just like a little... like Yeah, it's a, it's a hill that we can run up, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and it's something that I can take care of because I have the steps, because I have a program of recovery, so that if I get resentment at my boss, I can work through it, so I can still go to work and have a great attitude and do a good job. Yeah. You, you know, the thing is, is if there's a... Resentment hung up somewhere. It, you know, it, it, I, th- I like the um, example of the boss because I've had them with not my current boss, but my, my former boss. And um, being able to do that work and then go in and show up how I want to show up, is that is the indication I've done the work. I'm not going to change her, you know. Acceptance is the key. And, and acceptance doesn't mean I have to like it. It just means that I am fully aware and clear about what's going on. And finding your part. That is the last column in that fourth step. Where was I? Dishonest, self-seeking, fearful, or dis- or selfish. Yeah. And then I always add in there unrealistic expectations. Yeah. You know, having this like, <laughs> I had a sponsee that called it the act right police. And I was like, oh, that sounds like the act right police, you know. They should act right. They should know better. <laughs> right. 
Well, that was my core mm-hmm. thing, and Al-Anon, man, and I think we talked about it before on this on this podcast. And I, maybe the next one we can do is about meetings, about like you know how how to have great meetings, you know, because and what to do if you're in a meeting that's not great. I'd love to do that because I just went to one on Thursday yeah. and, and dealt with some stuff, but. Um, but yeah, so I do back. think that if you, you know, if, if you're doing multiple four steps, you do get to the point where they're not as painful and they don't rack you. They don't take you down. And it's really just more of a tool to work through whatever is up for you. What's up moment. for you and to find your patterns. And I, uh, I do say that if uh, you start the steps over again with perhaps a new sponsor for whatever reason, that when you go to do that fourth step, that it can be a review. You don't have to like labor because if you've done the work and I've got the notebooks to prove it, that if you've done the work, you can go back and review all that. And that can be also very enlightening. So Vanessa, what I'd have to say is, you know, go back to your Al-Anon fourth step and look over that stuff and see where you have made progress. And that can, I think, help you to look at like, I'm not as sick as I was then. And to know that, you know, each program has its own tools, its own focus, its own perspective. For me, SLAA was the most painful. And, uh, and I believe that's because that's my core program. So we just wanted to offer these words. We hope it helps. Thank you so much for your donations. And, yeah, just the, um, the attentiveness um, period. And if you, um, any of you listeners um, can like and share and subscribe so that you'll know when we do have a new episode. Um, it benefits you and it benefits us. And don't forget, we're also set up on Google Pay. So if you want to send us a small donation or a large donation, whatever you want to whatever do. Whatever kind of donation you want. We <laughs> do uses. We um, have our expense, our own expenses to keep it run, up and running. And then we would like to expand. We want to uh, try to start going to some conferences. And, um, you know, if you have a, a, a workshop or something in your area and you'd like for us to come and talk talk uh, about the podcast and how we do it and you know what what goes behind it we'd love to we're open to that so uh it's we're set up on google pay with sober sisters talk at gmail.com so thank you so much elizabeth thank you thank you vanessa thank you vanessa it warms our heart that we have somebody so far away that is a regular attentive listener Thank you so much. We'll so talk to you, you next get time. In touch with us, please send us an email at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. Or you can check out our other episodes at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and there you, we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description. You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.